Hey everybody. Hey everybody. We're back with another episode of Resilient, Resilient Love. Love. And we are just so excited that you guys tuned in. If this is your first time listening or watching, hey, make sure that you go ahead, like, and subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. So today we are going to be chatting it up about five steps, you know, after you say I do. Uh, But before we get into that, we want to do a question of the day. So, Quentin, what's the question of the day? The question of the day is, what is your favorite couple that you look up to? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, my favorite couple is Sarah Jakes Roberts and her husband, Torrey. But I also look up to Kevin Fredericks. And that chick Angel, which her name is Angel Lakita Moore Tanksley, and Marcus Tanksley. So you, I gave three couples. <laughs> well, I had the same one in mind. So who? Sarita Jakes Roberts and Tori Roberts and well, Sarah. Sarah. You said, Sarah. You said Sarita. Oh, I mercy. You look up to her mama. That's okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, both of them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so both mm-hmm. of those marriages. Reason being that. It's um it can be challenging to be in the public eye mm-hmm. and still have a good marriage, but they have made it work and they have made it work through blended families. So yes, that's a key factor, blended families. Um, so you guys comment below, let us know who's the couple that you look up to. You know, we not to say you're idolizing, but there's just some things about their relationship that you Kind of pull from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So, we we love to also check in. So, how are you feeling today, Q? Mm, what's my rating? Uh, let's do one to five. Four. Okay. Jump out the gate. Four. Okay. I am a 3.5. <laughs> so, so we're making this thing work. Make it work, 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 work. Uh-oh. So... But yeah. Right. But um, yeah. So four, you're 3.5. 3.5. How do we get to a five? Let's just keep talking. Okay. <laughs> right. So you want to jump into the topic? Yeah. So the first topic I want to jump into is, of course, today, again, we're talking about the five steps before I say it, I do. And after. And after. But particularly today, we're going to focus on before. I say I do because there are some key things that we kind of need to highlight that may not be highlighted. And they maybe you just didn't think about before you say I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the first one is, and part of this is from our experiences too. The first one is living arrangements. Um, mm-hmm. Figuring out what will the living arrangements look like and when should you begin planning to look for a place if you are not living in the same space already? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the living arrangement is something to discuss early. Um, for Quentin and I, we were living with our parents prior to marriage. And so our conversations were definitely around we're obviously getting our own place. But, you know, some of our classmates and other people that we know, they were living alone 
prior to marriage. And so at times living alone means that one person would move in with the other. Mm-hmm. And we have seen it to where there are certain cases that moving in with the other person, although you love them, you all are going down the aisle together to claim your love and be legally married. There are still some things you have to learn about that person in the beginning stages. And so taking on that step of I'm going to live in, I'm going to live with Quentin versus Quentin and I getting a place together can be a little challenging. Why? Well, if I were to move in with Quentin, you know, he would have had his own flow. And I know people say, well, you've been dating. You've maybe spent the night. You know, what What? What do you mean, Brianna? Not the same. But it's not the same. You begin to see their habits, how they flow. And so it, it just, it takes some time is what we're trying to say. And, and I think the decision to move in with somebody has its pros and cons, right? And I want we want we actually want to hear from you. If you and your significant other chose to either, you know, move in with the other, how was the arrangement in the beginning stages? Like was it an easy flow? Was it an easy transition? Were there some things you had to adjust to or you know, some people they good. Like they truly are good. It's not a big crazy adjustment. And for other people, it's like we got to set some ground rules. (laughs) I think it's more so you can you can choose. Of course, you're going to you could choose what worked best for you. Of course. And try it out. Mm -hmm. Try it. Um, But it's just being in a fresh place gives a fresh perspective in a new marriage. Yes. And when each party, whether they're coming from parents' home, their own spaces, mm-hmm. could be roommate situation. Could be, yeah. And so then you you may run into the issue where there's like some possessiveness. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my This couch. was my space, right. This is how I had it. This is my man cave. This is my makeup room area. Like, don't touch that. Don't do this. So you... you it gets very technical. Very it technical. It can. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the, the disclaimer, though, I would say is you have some instances where um, families give their children a, a home. Obviously, you might want to make that work for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the case where maybe the one of the spouses inherited property and they're living in it, maybe come up with a plan to live in it for a year and then find a fresh place. Yeah. And I think that we wanted to bring this point up because this is one of the biggest decisions that you make in life. And you want to be clear on what you're planning to do. You want to be clear on what you're planning to do. You want to make sure that you and your significant other are on the same page And overall, it's a major decision, like marriage, period. But then moving in together and merging how you flow, your habits, like I mentioned earlier, all of that goes into play. And yeah, like I said, you've dated the person, you've 
been out, spent the night, all those things. But it's totally different when it's every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365, 366 if it's a leap year. You know, it's just. <laughs> yeah. And for us, um, for us that we really got blessed because we were looking for a place. I say we started about three, two, two to three months prior Mm-hmm. to getting married mm-hmm. and nothing in our hometown worked out for us. Nothing. Mm-mm. We tried very hard. Mm-hmm. So for all y'all back home that wondered why we left, we tried. <laughs> but nevertheless, we, we moved to a city over and like the way it worked out was just phenomenal. It was God for sure. Because of the place that we living in, the location, it's everything I I pray for. Like, I I know you can have those moments, and we've talked about this, where it could be this little bit better over here. But really, it's the perfect starter place. Mm-hmm. I mean, perfect. It's it's perfect. Like the neighbors. I mean, it's truly one of those setups where. You know how people say, don't mess this up? Like, it's one of those setups where it's, like, too good to be true, but it's true. Like, God got y'all in here. And so, shout out to those that are looking for a place, especially with the economy today, the market today. It is a challenge. Like, if Quentin and I were searching for a place today, it would be a totally different game. So, kudos to you guys. Listen, at some point, Quentin and I are looking into the future of you know having a home but right now we're in rental status and we're good with that like i feel as though any stage of life that you and your spouse find yourself in your significant other work that work that season you know Mm -hmm. that's a little word i want to throw in here be content in whatever circumstance you find yourself in that's the word of god so the circumstance that we find ourselves in right now is renting a townhouse and that circumstance we are content now do we desire something different in the future for sure but in this season in this moment we are content and i want every couple because we get we're going to get there when we get uh you know further into the conversation but I want you guys to know it is already kind of stressful as you're preparing to go down the aisle. It's a lot of um, opinions, ideas, expectations. And the one thing we really want couples to know is that first and foremost, it's about God. And second of all, it's about your significant other. And as long as those two parties are good with the decisions going forward, it doesn't really matter what others say so we're content and we want you guys to be content in whatever circumstance you find yourself in that's a word for somebody you got to be content so that god can begin to open up more right do exceedingly and abundantly but you first got to be content with your now so that god can open up the door for your next okay let's go to the next so the next one is the document change checklist and i say checklist because it's so much it is um to change and to i didn't say it in that title but in the document change checklist you might want to add 
making sure you're on one another's stuff like authorization at her doctors her being authorized at my doctors just different things that you don't want something to happen and like you got to go through a bunch of hoops so we're going to start at the top you mm -hmm. know the first thing that you all particularly want, women the first thing <laughs> ladies after we get the you know deed the, ma the marriage, marriage, marriage license. license yeah once you go to the rest of these and you get that license all right then you got to go to social security office and that's where you change your name right so once the name is changed then you take that document which is now your social security card and you go to said locations like your bank your um social media your um mail mailing address all of those things um oh my gosh bank cards doctors doctors um your workplace um credit, insurances lord knows credit cards because they never get it it take them forever. credit credit coming so when <laughs> i say the bank the mail and your medical which is also attached to your insurance Please back check it. It really took for me in my situation. It took two years because we'll be four years in July 2023. Mm -hmm. It took four two years, excuse me, Lord, to actually get 100% people know me as Baker, you know, because my last name was my maiden name. Let me say it. My maiden name was King. So it took two years to really get everything, everybody <laughs> and, yeah. on board with it's Baker. And don't be surprised if some things that you change and they still get it wrong. Yes. So the changeover is a little stressful because you're trying to cover all your bases. And I personally would just take a moment, you know, at some point in your process, right? And we can actually provide you guys with this checklist. If you guys go to the link in our description, you can get the same checklist that we're talking about. We're going to make one and it's going to be there for you guys. And when you go through the checklist, it'll really help you to make sure that you cover your bases. Now, will you still miss one or two? You may, yeah. but the checklist is, is there to kind of jot down some things and help to get your memory going like, okay, yeah, let me cover this. Let me cover that. And for the men, of course, just changing that address, you know, if needed, changing that address. So I yeah. think those are the key things. Yeah. 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 And authorizations, as he mentioned yeah. earlier. So that's kind of like the changing of the guards, as you will, is a lot. But it'll, it'll come together. I know women to this day who have not changed their name. Yeah. You know, I know women today that have not changed their name. And so... That's another thing. That's a side comment right here. But what's your thoughts on that, Q? Let, let's take a sidebar. Do you feel, now this is all opinion, right? But do you feel that a woman should change her name when she gets married? I think so. Um, I don't know. I just, I guess I just... I don't see how it. I mean, what if what if my name was legally, you know, if it was my former name, Brianna King, 
And we've been married now almost four years. Mm-hmm. And I'm still Brianna King. Legally, I'm still Brianna King. But I mean, we signed the marriage license and all of that. But well, again, that should be a before I do. <laughs> because you might figure out I don't. Because if we can't agree on that, then I don't. I mean, I just don't see how it's. And it's just an opinion. It's just an opinion, but. You know, just for Quentin. Obviously, we're married together, but. Just for your I, personal opinion. I know entertainers sometimes. Because that was change. what Tia Mori did. Yeah. She kept Tia Mori. So for that purpose, now don't don't mess up, you know, don't mess up the money. I, I for that reason. I, and that's actually what Angel does. Angel's name for business purposes is Angel Lakita Moore. But she will in public settings say Angel Lakita Moore. Tanksley. Yeah, so you know. Long as it can be justified, that's a justifiable situation. Mm-hmm. She built her brand right. off of Angela Keita Moore. Right. Yeah. So other than that, unless it's a government role that you can't, you know, mm-hmm. something deep. But other than that, <laughs> nah, I don't. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's our next topic? Our next topic is Whatever you say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, seriously. So we talked about the name and also having to change over your documents. We actually talked about your living arrangements, Mm -hmm. but we never talked about the living will. And I know that that can be a topic that's a little touchy for people. And you saying, well, Brianna, we are just about down the aisle. Why bring up a will? Well, There was a recent story that we saw on social media where a couple who had only been married approximately two years, um, three years, but the couple, the husband actually got really sick and he passed at 30 years old and Quentin and I are in our thirties and we're praying to be around even longer, but Losing your spouse early in marriage is a possibility. Yeah. And whether it's a few days, a few months, a few years, you want to have that piece of paper in place. And I know people downplay the living will. They downplay life insurance. But it is something that you really need to talk about with your spouse. And what we're saying in short is, and Quentin can explain this part better, but we're just saying have the conversation. In the event of something happening, what should be our next steps? Right. And it's not always there. Yeah. But the the next part of that is, man, especially the power of attorney, health care. And power of attorney financial. Mm-hmm. I think there's, there may be one general that covers both, but I haven't personally seen it. So I have done it separately. Mm-hmm. So we got both. She has POA on me and I have POA in case something happens. Mm-hmm. So that it's not, I know when you're married, it should be like a, 
Duh. Automatic. But, but no. It, it, you just want to have. You all. just need to be covered. Yeah. We've seen cases um, where that piece of paper could have eliminated some issues. Yeah. And so. And I'm going to make sure to leave a link below. Um, you can check out Policy Genius. For That's for insurance. Mm-hmm. Legal Templates. Mm-hmm. Um, dot com. They need both. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna jump right into that. So the next thing. Mm-hmm. So we've covered housing. We've covered name change. Name change. And now we're on insurance and living will. So insurance. Um. Insurance. If you. You may have came from different jobs and mm-hmm. just just you emerging. So if you have existing insurance, make sure that you change the beneficiary mm-hmm. to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if you have this set person the, and you can add on the spouse. Right. Me personally, I believe in having more than one insurance policy. Mm-hmm. This is my opinion again. But I believe in having at least one whole life policy, at least one. Mm-hmm. Um, which, and we can do a separate video, yeah, on the details of, of insurance, those, yeah, because I know that can get a little tricky. A little tricky. But um, but Quentin has done a lot of research and yeah. is actually in school uh, to get his insurance license. So be on the lookout for that announcement. Um. So. Yeah, so with insurance, just make sure you change the beneficiary, get some insurance. Mm-hmm. And also remember that get you need to be getting that insurance like week one after getting married. Like after paperwork is settled, ladies, I believe that's the next category yeah. on your paperwork list. Like first week, second week, really before if I know I only say after because of the name change. So mm-hmm. I would say the first week after Mary, get that insurance, that extra mm-hmm. insurance. Um just for the simple fact that um life happens. Yeah. And going on vacations and trips and and honestly, like Quint was saying earlier, you know, it doesn't have to be death. Like it could just be a moment of well, accident. An accident, right? Where you basically you're unable to make a decision. Maybe your hands don't work anymore, or something doesn't work, but you're still here. Right. And then there's certain policies that help with that. Right. So all of that goes into play. Like no matter your age, your color, your creed, life insurance is necessary. You have car insurance, you have health insurance, you have dental, eye, life. Right, and it's required for you to have medical insurance so why wouldn't you have life insurance why so again make sure you check out policy genius we'll list that link below awesome okay so we talked about basically one two three key things four Four. so number five we're going to close it out with five what's five Miss Brown? when we talk about preparing for before you say i do we probably should have led with this but we're gonna say it anyway 
make sure you all have conversations. What are we trying to say? You need to get to know your spouse. How do you get to know your spouse? You ask probing questions. If you haven't considered, you know, having couples therapy or couples counseling prior to I do, we suggest that. You may say, well, I'm not into that or that's not my jam. Well, guess what? Quentin and I have a formula for you. We started a book. It's called Confront the Conflict and Settle the Matter. It's on Amazon. It's a short guide to help those conversations start in the home. But we are also coming out with a workshop. And with that workshop comes a workbook. And so if you and your spouse, soon to be spouse, need to have those conversations, you should come and check out our workshop. So we're going to put the link in the description below because we want you guys to sign up so that when the workshop is live, you'll be the first to know. What's the key word in this though? Communication. Mm-hmm. Work. You keep hearing work. So <laughs> I just wanted to remind you, before you say I do, understand it takes work. It work. takes work. And um, work on your communication, work on your finances. And and the work is not hard. It's just consistent. It's consistent work. It's it's developing you to be a better person every day. You know, Quentin says, be a student of your spouse. Just like you go to school to get a degree, just like you go to your job and get a training, you have to grow and develop to be the best version of a spouse that you can be for your spouse, right? Mm -hmm. You're growing and learning them so that you can be the best for them. And so that means learning, oh, they get tired when this happens or they like to do blank at such and such. So when you learn those things about your spouse, it helps to really grow your marriage. Yep. And all I will close with and say is with the work, just don't forget to do date nights, travel, create moments. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of times when you first get married, especially the economy we're in now, you may feel like, well, that's not in the budget. Make the budget. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to spend it on something. You're going to spend it on food, clothes. You're going to spend it on something. So make sure that you make room in your budget for creating moments. Mm-hmm. Yes, create those moments that last for a lifetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got. That's all we got for five things before you say I do. Let us know which one of those five helped you. And which one's sticks out the most which one do you connect with the most yeah we want to know so make sure if you haven't already like this video subscribe to our channel subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to them and we'll catch you in another episode of resilient love peace
Thank you to all listeners and subscribers. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Leave us a five-star review on Apple so that we can continue sharing resilient love. Thanks for listening.